Thanks for watching fourth quarter with us. This is the Stretch Four. We are the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. John's in there somewhere. There he is. Um, you get a refill. <laughs> just a reminder, as always, if you're feeling generous this evening, tips are always welcome and appreciated. Or if you have some thoughts on tonight's game, anything on your mind, hit that hot mic button and you can join the broadcast with us for a small donation. Uh, Big Dave, this to me just had trap game written all over it. It's nice as mm-hmm. a change of pace that the Bulls could actually be a team where they're not the team that is doing the trapping of the superior team, but the team that is trying to avoid getting trapped by an inferior opponent. Yeah. Sometimes, even when they haven't been good in this rebuild, the Bulls can play down to their competition. I think tonight was kind of sloppy. The Bulls had, uh, let's see, how many turnovers? 21. Yeah, sloppy. Mm-hmm. I, they, they did what they had to do to get this win, and sometimes... When you're talking about these, you know, sub uh, 500 opponents, these winnable games, it doesn't matter how you win. You just need to win them, especially when you look ahead to that second half of the Bulls schedule uh, that got dropped earlier today and notice that there is a lot of tough road ahead. You need these easy, easy wins when you can get them. That's it. I mean, everything you just said is right on, man. Like, you got to get these W's right here. And, of course, it's a trap game because – Minnesota with seven wins, just fired their coach. They're coming in. They don't know what's going on. You know, so you might be taking this team lightly. But on the Bulls' side, we haven't been in this kind of position in a few years where we're like, you know what? We should beat this team. I know it's a trap game, but we should really win this game right here. Like, And we shouldn't be worried, even in overtime. No, this should be our game. We're better than them. Carl Anthony Towns fouled out. We're better than them. Like, let's just go and pose our will. I haven't been able to say that phrase in two years. Impose our will. We imposed our will on the team tonight, man. Oh, my God. And it felt so good to do six play. What? Six? One, two, three, four, five. Six players in double figures tonight. The bench was great. Sadoransky was awesome off the bench. Even Wendell Carter Jr. had another double-double, 17-10. and 10. Zach Levine was Zach Levine tonight. Kobe White was an awesome game with 28-6. and six. I mean, it was just even, – even though they had the 21 turnovers and they did struggle in that department, it's just the fact that they realized they are the better basketball team. They were the better coach team. They had the better players, and they showcased it. It took an overtime to get there. But we got there, and we are in a sixth seed, a position a majority of Bulls fans didn't think we'd be in, John. They didn't think we'd be in John, position, our resident bro. realist and uh, heat checker of Bulls 60. enthusiasm, what are you thinking? No, that's you. <laughs> uh, Agreed. I think- <laughs> Don't put that on, John. Don't put that on, I, I even, like, I'm grateful for the overtime because, like, Kobe then balled out. And you're like, oh, yeah, that guy can do that. Like. We won. That's all that matters. We handled our business. I think the Timberwolves are historically bad in a way that is frightening. <laughs> but they do think they have talent. And I never understand. Like, every time I one of, my, one of a team that I watch plays them, I'm always like, they should be – they got talent. I don't get it. Um, but also, I don't know anything about basketball. Who knows? Like, we could be wrong. <laughs> like, like you, you I, tweet I don't for cheese and pickles. I could do that. Cheese and pickles, man. <laughs> Actually, one's not even cheese. Uh, 
technically. <laughs> but it's pickles. Um, but I, I think this was I we won we 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 handled our business. It wasn't pretty, but we did it, and I think that's a good thing. And we're sixth. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Marlon said we did this without one starter and one rotation player. I assume he's referring to Lowry Markkinen and Otto Porter Jr. Uh, Billy Donovan yeah. in his pregame chat oh with the media God, said very unlikely that we see Lowry before the All-Star break, which is right around the corner. The Bulls' last game of the first half of the season before All-Star break is March 3rd. It is currently the 24th of February. Uh, and Otto is just like, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, you know. He's sitting in an ice tub or a hot tub or a something, and his back's all fucked up still. I don't even think recently in this stretch of games where Wendell came back from his injury, he's looked confident. The corner three at the final seconds of the fourth still bugs me, but has looked confident. He had a solid game tonight. It's weird that I am not even thinking about, oh, yeah, well, the Bulls are short Lowry and Otto right now. To me, like we've been watching this group of players without Lowry and Otto for the last ten or so games now, and I'm thinking this is our roster. I'm not even thinking about getting those yeah. guys back, and I don't know if that's weird or bad or what, but I'm not even thinking, oh, the Bulls are shorthanded right now, because to me, Lowry and Otto are just like ghosts right now. Yeah, the Bulls are now ten and seven without Lowry, and that's not good. And and you've won three games straight. And Lowry has been out since February 8th, which means from that two to four weeks that they said, it's going to be closer to four weeks, you know what I'm saying, for him to be out. I mean, if, you, if you're being successful with the lineup that you have and you're missing a guy who's giving you almost 20 points a game and six rebounds and shooting like he was, what does that kind of say? It says that we're going to be okay and we're going to be all right. And Because this, again, Matt, you said it a million times that this was the year that the Bulls were filling things out. This is the evaluation year. And this is what we're trying to find out, who we are and where we are. And what we're finding out is we'll be okay. Like, we, we can make these moves, we can make these trades, and we can find and we can get the pieces that we sorely need. And we sorely need a point guard, and we sorely need a facilitator. Jack that's kind of what we need. 14 turnovers tonight. Yeah, Eight. that's a lot. That's Eight. a lot of turnovers, man. So – so when, you, when you're looking at that and then you see a guy like Lowry who wants to get his money and you realize why the Bulls didn't want to give him his money, and, man, I don't want to say this stuff about Lowry because you know I love Lowry. But, man, dude, you got you got to be for real about some certain things out here. Like, if it's not – if you're winning without him and you're looking this good without him, yeah, he, he's got to be on the block. And, I simple. mean, John, I think you have always appreciated the fact that you are very much an eye test guy. Like you make fun of I some am. stats for being less important than others, but I think in general you are very much a I watch a basketball game, I trust what my eyeballs show me. And when it comes to the those of us who have wanted to believe in Lowry Market and being a significant piece of this team's future, like Big Dave, like myself, it is I, I'm in. And, and I, I, I know that, that you have been. Tall blonde euros, right? You, <laughs> you, you love you tall blonde euros. Um, I love tall blonde euros. I think big euro guy. At the I'll same time, man. John, you're somebody who can look at the reality of this and say, "Lowry, the restricted free agent, 
Lowry, the restricted free agent, asking for $20 million annually on a multi-year deal this summer, who is on the shelf again. Like, yeah, he showed some flashes when he played this season, looked more aggressive, scored at all three levels, etc. If you, if you can't stay on the court, it's, yeah. it's really hard to face that reality that Big Dave said, like, yeah, the front office has some decisions to make. And, and moving on from Lowry might be one of them. And I think even those of us I, who have Lowry believers have to love him. face that reality. And I think we think he has a high ceiling still. Like, I think we think his ceiling is probably higher than Wendell. Like, in terms of being, like, an all-star. I, but I also think, like, he's never played at the point guard. I just feel like he needs to – like, if, he, if he's going to reach his potential until we have a point guard, it won't be here. And mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be traded at the deadline because sign-in trades have become so prevalent lately for free agency where it's you can do a sign-in trade and get something. That seems to be the norm now. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I think is a summer thing. But, yeah, unless he doesn't – he's going to want a ton of money, and the problem is there's a ton of teams with a ton of money. And they're going to have mm. to spend it on someone because you can't you That's can't true. play cap space. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I, and I, I just I, I just want him to be. I, I I think even if he goes on our team, we'll root for him unless he goes to like the Lakers <laughs> or like Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll root for him. Uh, Adam said Lowry soft as hell. Truthfully, Otto back problems sound like his career will never be the same. At this point, you know, as the Bulls <sighs> are a pleasant surprise sitting in the sixth seed in the East right now. And again, they have 37 grueling games on the backside of that all-star break coming up. And they had the fourth easiest schedule as far as strength schedule uh, of opponents in the first half of the season in the league, fourth easiest schedule. We lost some very winnable games that might come back to bite us as we look in the second half of the schedule where we still got to play the jazz twice. We got to play the Phoenix suns twice. We got multiple games against the Brooklyn Nets and the Bucks and better teams in the East. So getting a piece back like Otto, if the Bulls actually want to be like, hey, you know what? Let's get to the playoffs. Let's let's not trade that. Let's make a playoff run. Let's get Zach Levine some playoff experience. At this point, I would I would more readily welcome back Otto because I know what a healthy and useful and active Otto does for this team than Wendell. And then honestly kind or or then Lowry. And that kind of bums me out. Wow, that's not how I feel. I don't. I don't agree. I'd welcome back Lowry before I welcome back Otto Porter Jr. Because Otto Porter Jr. I'm used to not being there more so than I am Lowry. Like, and when Lowry's there, I I watch his impact. Like, as far as scoring is concerned, like I, I watch his impact on the floor when those things happen, and the fact teams have to actually game plan for him and worry about him. Otto Porter Jr. I've watched come in and be solid for a couple games, and we're like, great, Otto Porter Jr. is good, and then. Even when he's healthy, he'll disappear. Like, I, I won't know that he's out there. I forget that he's even on the team while he's playing. Like, that's an issue. And, I mean, John said it best, man. It feels like basketball is his fifth favorite thing. He doesn't like it. Like, it's, it's, honestly, it just really feels like that even when he's playing. Yeah, like, no, everything will be all right. I, I agree with you 100, 110%. Yeah, he's just – I, I think you – I. I have a higher value for a guy that could be 20 and 10 than a guy that's making money that says he should be 20 and 10. And to, mm-hmm. you know what and I'm to your credit, Lowry's a restricted free agent, which gives you more leverage that 
by nature of how the contracts are set up, Otto's more disposable. Like, yeah, he is yeah. just so like if it's that's the choice, it's like well he's gonna walk probably anyway. Like, but with yeah. Lowry, you at yeah. least can match. Like, and so I feel like you keep him because you still have leverage, and that's an asset you could still use because of the leverage you have because of the restricted nature. Like, I know for sure that Otto Porter Jr. is not going to be oh, here yeah. after the season. And, like, and I, I know for talking it. about long-term. I was just talking about the Bulls making a fun, play, inconsequential playoff run this season. Where you, well, yeah, I still, want, I still want Lowry more so Otto's than, gonna than, than be I would a want. Clipper. You know, like, doesn't he going to be a Clipper? He feels like a Clipper. <laughs> doesn't he feel like a Clipper? Yeah. Feels like no, he's going, he's going, he's going to chase. He's going to go? chase something. He's right. going to be like. He's gonna play with Clay. He's gonna end up on. He's, he's gonna play with Clay and Steph. And Dude. like, oh my God, him and Jabari. If his best option is Sacramento, yeah. if I'm allowed, if I'm Otto, I would just say, okay, cool, done, bye, hanging him up. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I made my then, then you'll see the check. And you'll, no. Then you'll see that new check that they're gonna cut for you, and you'll be like, you know what? I can squeeze <laughs> out two more years. Like, um, but yeah. I mean, like, the reason I say that, Big Dave, about like who would you rather see come back and healthy to finish this season? It's because I'm trying to protect myself from my feelings about Lowry. I hope you can understand that. Like, mm. Otto is a hilarious, wow. gigantic paycheck joke. But when he's out there, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's a useful two-way player who's smart and knows how to play basketball. And he gives Donovan a lot of different flexibility with his rotations and his lineups and small versus big and et cetera, et cetera. I, the, the minute Lowry is healthy enough to step back out on that floor, which likely will be after the All-Star break, I am... I'm going to be scared that it's going to be the last 25 or so games of Lowry that we're going to see in a Bulls jersey. I mean, like, I, I would rather just cut, cut the tie now. As someone who has believed and loved Lowry since his rookie year, I don't, I don't want him to hurt jersey. Me, okay? Like, if he comes back and plays and finishes the second half of the season and looks okay – bordering somewhere between okay and even pretty good and then we all have to have that discussion should we pay lowry should we not yeah. it's going to tear me up inside and i will die of a heart attack and i don't want that what is love lowry don't hurt me you want you want you want a harry and the henderson you want a harry and the henderson him you want to be like get out of here lowry yes. no one wants to hear yeah go Old Yeller. Yeah. <laughs> no, Old Yeller murdered in the woods somewhere. He tried to leave. He did try to get Old Yeller leave, but then he murdered. He had, he had to. We had, he was he had mad dog. He, was a mad, he had rabies. Yeah, he had to go. There's no cure for rabies. It's 2021. There's no cure. 2021. There's no cure. There's no cure for rabies. If you tell a doctor you have rabies, they go, Ah, I wish you didn't get it. <laughs> That sucks. Why did you say rabies? Ah, there's oh. nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. We're sorry. Here's the bill. Uh, can't do anything. Carlos said it's gonna be like Titanic, Matt. There, uh, there was room for Lowry. I see. I, I don't know. I, I, I have never been less convinced of Lowry's future with this team than I have been over the last two weeks. I like. But it is. do you think it's just a fit thing, though? Do you because you could still think the Bulls can be good without him, and you still think that Lowry can find success without? I, I do think it's a weird fit, thing, right? Right, and and, and you're just saying like, hey, if we yeah. just get a point guard who's actually a point guard, maybe Lowry yes. can work. He has never had a point guard, and he's a he's never. A, he's hey, a power forward he, shoots. 
when I saw him at his best was in Finland. And Finland, like I said, Finland had an amazing point guard, like a Hall of Famer point guard in Finland, like when he played at his best. And he was awesome. And that's what you're right. That's what I kind of want to see him with. This is why I wanted Lonzo so bad, because I wanted to see what it looked like with Larry Markin and having a point guard that was a facilitator and was looking for him. Because that's why I got excited when Otto Porter Jr. came here the first mm. time. You remember like when he found him in the post? I lost my mind for like a week that he found him in the post. And I, I, for real, I talked about it for a long time just, just because that happened. So, yeah, like I want to see him with a point guard. But, man, the fact that this team looks so together and they look like they're okay without him. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't look like, man, we're really truly missing him. Like we really truly need him, you know, to do this and to do this. Like, oh, man, if we had Lowry – then this would happen and this way it doesn't look like that and that's what's disappointing and i think that's what matt's kind of saying is the fact that this we're out here rooting for this team and we see how good they look and it's not like a good look without your best player you know what i'm saying it's a good look without a guy that you don't know who is going to be there or not so it's still like a team that's just like well you know a guy who averages 19 to 6 isn't there but guess what kobe white Putting up numbers, Zach Levine putting up numbers. Even even Wendell Carter Jr. double mm-hmm. double, Denzel Valentine double digit scoring. So it's like they're still kind of moving on and getting comfortable with him not being there. And also, him not being there is also on him because every year they have gotten more comfortable with him not being there because he has been hurt every <laughs> single mm-hmm. year. So that's also part partly and- on him, man. So. Yeah, it hurts to say this stuff because, I mean, I love Lowry, bro, and I, I want him to be that guy. But, I mean, reality is reality on, and, at some uh, point. you know, all the while when Lowry has been missing games and missing games and missing games, Zach Levine is an all-star. Zach Levine <sighs> is an all-star. And in their herky-jerky couple games here, a couple games there, as teammates since the Jimmy trade over the last few years – they do not appear to have great chemistry on the floor. We've seen little glimpses of a Zach and Lowry pick and roll, a Zach and Lowry pick and pop, two-man game, either either off the ball, either on the ball. And it's just like it's these, you know, cute little flirty moments of like, oh, Zach and Lowry might actually be an interesting, intriguing duo. Not enough. Not enough evidence that they play well together. And one of them is out here and played his 30th game of 30 games. Mm-hmm. Leading the Bulls to currently the sixth seed in the East, and the other one, as uh, as I think Marlon said, um, you know, we forgot about until they showed Lowry in his, you know, in his suits on on the bench tonight. He had the hoodie on, right? I was like, oh yeah, Lowry. <laughs> like, oh man, they showed a a picture on Twitter of it was Zach Levine. It was they were trying to show the differences in Zach Levine's demeanor. Uh, from from the previous year to this year. And they showed him when he was walking off the court, you know, giving Billy Donovan or whoever he was, giving him the wink. Mm-hmm. And then they showed that clip mm-hmm. of him when he was like, when he was like, why did he call a timeout? You know, when that last coach called a timeout. <laughs> and the first true. thing I said in my head was in both of those clips, Lowry Markkinen was injured. He was in a suit in both of those because he was hurt. That was the first thing I noticed. So I'm like, man, dude, like, we've been without him for so long that, man, dude, like, 
if he just becomes that trade piece, man, then that's just what it is. We just at some point we just like I said, at some point you just have to accept the reality of the Indeed. situation. We will leave it there. Bulls are off tomorrow again on Friday. We are welcoming the red hot Phoenix Suns. Man, that team. Oh, I can't. I love that. Um, Devin Booker officially getting the nod as Anthony Davis's replacement for the All Star game. A lot of people saying that Booker was the biggest snub uh, of the original list that were announced. So, CP3, Booker, and that whole gang coming to Chicago on Friday. That's a test. Cool. You beat the Rockets, great. You beat the Timberwolves, good for you. Can this Bulls team give the Suns hell? Because we've come up close so many times. The, you know, the Lakers twice. Gave the Clippers a fight once. Um, You know, good quality opponents. The Bulls have been coming up just shy this season. Would be awesome to see them get a big win against a a quality Western Conference opponent. And then, you know, maybe, maybe we could shut John up about Western Conference teams for a second. No, if anything, if anything, this this season has confirmed my bias, <laughs> and and rightly so. Um, it's a broken. Just system. a reminder, but as always, I, big if one. You, if you miss these shows live on Hot Mike, you can always catch the archived YouTube episodes on the Bow Law Bulls YouTube channel and in podcast form on the Bow Law Bulls podcast feed wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate those of you who threw us some tips. Enjoy your Wednesday and your Thursday. We will see you here Friday night to kick off the weekend with the Bulls and the Suns. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Thanks for watching the Stretch 4 with us, the Bulls Outcast.